What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, tips for betting a seven-game series. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right. Special thanks to Sportsbet MVP online, sportsbetmvp.ag. Some of the best bonuses I've seen out there. And I know how a lot of you guys like bonuses, right? And why not? You put in a hundred bucks before you know it. You've got way more than a hundred dollars in your account simply from these great bonuses. Sportsbet MVP is offering. Yes, there's rollovers. Check the rollovers. Make sure you're okay with them. But if you like bonuses, not a better site to bet on. On, then sportsbetmvp.ag. Give them a follow on Twitter at sportsbet underscore MVP and uh, sign up today online. Once again, sportsbetmvp.ag. All right, on today's show, going to be talking about seven game series. It is that time of the year. Well, normally it's not that time of the year, but in 2020, it's what's happening now. Uh, lots of seven game series going on, whether it's basketball or hockey, and uh, we'll talk today about some tips, some ways to approach betting seven-game series. Because let me tell you, betting regular season games and betting series are very, very different. Now, I'm not talking about series bets, who you think will win a series. I'm talking about individual games within a series. There's a different approach. But let's start off talking about the approach. And the way you're going to want to start looking at these, uh, these series or the individual games within a series is to first handicap the overall series. Now, what I mean by this is choose your team, right? You're going to want to kind of, you're not just going to want to pick off the top of your head. You're going to want to do some handicapping. And that's why I said handicap the series. But the very first thing you want to do before you're betting individual games in a series is decide who do you think will win that series, right? We don't really take the same approach. Again, you're going to hear me saying, you're going to hear me saying stuff on today's show that doesn't align with how we want to approach individual games during the season, right? There's very different approach in the playoffs. So the first thing is to actually handicap the series. Choose the team who you think will win. It's not necessarily so much about the price quite yet because during the season, we would always compare prices because we're betting numbers, not teams. But in the playoffs, the first thing you're going to want to do is decide who you think will actually win the series regardless of the price. Then... You decide the price for an individual game. Okay, so if I like the Vegas Golden Knights over the Chicago Blackhawks, I will look at the series, eventually decide, okay, I probably like the Golden Knights to win. And then I handicap one game or I decide what's the line for one individual game. Now, that's actually easier now in 2020 than most years because most years you're going to have to do a home and away because obviously the seven game series will be going back and forth between uh, cities. Now that we're kind of in the bubbles for NHL and the NBA, it's it's easier because we only have to do this once. We only have to do this for a neutral site game. So now that we have our team that we think is going to win the series and we have our price for game one. We simply compare the two. We Now we go into our daily handicapping routine. Does our line with our team show value? Now, the reason I don't like to bet minor value games on teams I don't like in seven-game series is unpredictability, the fact that you not only have to fade the team you like, you're not only working with minor value, 
but you now essentially have to guess which of the seven games the team you don't like will win. I mean, I hate going back and forth and back and forth between the series. That is so tough. That's pretty much like it's a guessing game. Now, if I like the Vegas Golden Knights and they're down 3-0 and I like the price, pretty pretty obvious situation, right? But if I like the Vegas Golden Knights to win the series and they're up 3-0, that's a very, very different scenario, right? I mean, a lot of, if you go back and look at, you know, history and data, a lot of those, it, it's tough to sweep teams. You know, that, that that fourth game is often the toughest game. So I don't like bouncing back between teams. And again, this is a very different thing uh, than it would be during the season. During the season, I would make all of these bets, even if I found minor value on a team who I didn't necessarily think would win. Because during the season, you pretty much find you pretty much take any value you can find. You cap differently during the season. D- during the season, I don't say who do I think is going to win. Okay, and then does the price match up? We have a good line. I don't. That that's a terrible way to handicap. During the season, you want to find any value you can. We talked about this on yesterday's show. If I think a team will win twenty percent of the time, and Vegas is charging me as if they will win. 15% of the time, I now have a an, an implied 5% edge in my bet. I, I think in this scenario, the other team will win 80% of the games. I'm betting against a team who I think will win 80% of the games. Why in this scenario, in, in this example? Because they're charging way too low of a price. If I think a team is going to win 20% of the time, then the market should say that team's going to win 20% of the time. Otherwise, it's usually a bet. Now, if I think that one team wins 20% of the time, the other team wins 80% of the time, and it's marked more of a 50-50 game, now I'm taking the team who would win 80% of the time. Now I am taking the team who I actually think would win. So that's what I mean when I say we don't bet teams, we bet numbers. It's not about who you think is going to win. It's about the price they're charging compared to the actual odds or your your implied odds of any given game. But in a seven-game series, it's much different. You pick the team that you want to win. The reason why we don't do this is because why we don't go back and forth during a seven-game series is because to me, that says you're guessing. That says you're picking. I mean, if you, you know, if you think a team's going to win in seven games, that means they've got three games to work with, right? It's about us picking good spots for those teams to operate in in that series. If you're picking the Vegas Golden Knights and then in the next game you're on you're on the Blackhawks and then the next game you're on Vegas, to me that's pretty much flipping coins, you're hoping you get it right. That's not how I approach seven game series. I think that's a, that's certainly a losing approach. This is why again, we don't go back and forth on a team. We pick a team, we find value and we take the team in opportune situations. You also don't want to bet your team all seven games. So if I like the Vegas Golden Knights, and again, they're up 3-0, it's not an automatic bet the fourth game. That's probably a pass because of scenarios, situations, history, data, all of that. So when I say you're finding a team, that doesn't mean you're blindly now betting them all seven games. That means we're finding a team and betting them in opportune situations. But remember, we're only doing this if our team shows value. The, the reason why we did the whole handicapping in the, in the first place was to find value and to find individual games, value on individual games within a seven game series. So if I like the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, let's say I come up with my line minus 160 and they open minus 160, it's probably not a bet. This all you only bet during seven game series if everything falls into place. If I like the Knights, I think they should be minus 160 and they're charging, you know, minus 120. Then it all falls into place and it's a bet. 
But if you like a team and they go 2-0 the first two games, I would be very cautious taking them that third game. And again, this doesn't mean we're taking the other team. We're simply passing on that game. So overall, pick a team. And if there's not value on that team, there's not a bet. If there is value in that team within the seven-game series, pick your spots within the series for that team. Now, I'll give you a couple other other, uh, things to look for. If the prices drastically change mid-series as a result of the outcome of maybe one game or a shift of perception, and I'll give you a great example here in hockey, this recently happened with the Philadelphia Flyers-Montreal Canadiens series. Philadelphia opened up minus 165, minus 170, minus 175, depending on where you were looking. And then in game two, they lost 5-0 to Montreal. Now, I got on this podcast and I told all my listeners, let's not overreact to one 5 nothing game. It's a seven-game series. Stuff happens. But what did the lines do? Oh, my God. I've never seen a bigger overreaction than what happened with Philadelphia. They went from minus 165 to minus 130 in one game. And guess what? They won game three to take a 2-1 series lead. You know what the price was game four? It didn't move. It's still 130, right? I mean... This was such an overreaction. It was so obvious to me. Philadelphia was in such an advantageous, profitable position. I had to take Philly. It wasn't because I love the Flyers pregame or pre-series like we talked about. It wasn't because I found major value like we talked about. It was because value was created for me because an overreaction in the market. Again, for Philadelphia to go from maybe around minus 170 to minus 130 because of one game is exactly what I talk about all the time. Small sample size. Anything can happen in one game. You're giving me seven games to work with, though. I'm not going to adjust my price 35 cents based on that one outcome, and neither should you guys. This is a great opportunity to find where the sports books are messing up and to really make some money. So look for drastically changing mid-series prices. Sometimes value gets created for you. And last, it always helps to compare series prices to game one prices. Now, this last tip I'm going to give is usually only helpful for the first game or two of a series, but it certainly is telling, and you can maybe find some value here or there. Now, let me give an example. We'll stay with hockey. You guys know hockey is my sport. And uh, the Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, are they're playing today actually uh they're playing the arizona coyotes uh, it's the seven two the two seven matchup colorado's two arizona seven well what i saw for the series price the colorado avalanche were minus 400 minus 450 depending on where you were looking yet game one had the avalanche priced minus 160 you see a little problem there with that logic I mean, let me pull up my trusty. We always go to our ace odds, odds converter. For those who don't know, it's a perfect way to convert lines to break-even percentage. So you take a line of minus, we'll say 400 to be conservative, for the Avs. That gives the Colorado Avalanche an 80% chance to win the series. Now, that is just the the odds that the book was giving, but still, roughly 80% chance for the Avalanche to win the series. Yet, they were charging minus 160 for game one, which is a an implied uh, break-even percentage of 61.5%. So, the books are saying, okay, we think the Avs win 80% of the time, but then game one, we only think the Avs win 61.5% of the time. Do you see a problem there with that logic? 
Now, this is going to be the case early in series, both hockey and basketball. You're going to be able to find this, but that's another thing to look for is if if it's a huge favorite, they're usually not going to be monster favorites the first couple games of a series because as we saw in Portland, LA, in, in the NBA, weird stuff happens. You know, sometimes early in the series, weird stuff will happen. So I always like to look at the overall series price and compare it to the game-by-game price. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Lots of these series coming up, and I hope this helps you guys be able to approach them a little bit better in the future so good luck today we'll talk to you tomorrow on the sharp angle